Check to see that you feel balanced and relaxed without holding or tension. Letting your body settle down onto the cushion. Feeling stable, steady. And then let your attention open and rest in the spacious quality of the mind, noticing the sounds that appear around you. Remaining open and receptive. Noticing that when sounds appear, hearing happens. We don't need to make any special effort to hear anything in particular, but just remain open and attentive and notice what sounds appear. Renewing your attention in each moment and noticing the next appearing sound without thinking or commenting or fixing anything that you hear. Just noticing the effortless quality of hearing. With that same quality of open and receptive attention, notice also the appearance of sensation in the body. The sensations of sitting, pressure, straightness, heaviness, hardness, numbness. That momentarily appear and are known effortlessly, by merely paying attention. <coughs> Within the sensations that appear is the breath. Let the movement or sensations of the breath come to the foreground of your attention. Noticing the full sequence of movement or sensation of the in-breath and the out-breath, being with the texture and quality of sensation that you feel without controlling the breath or fixing it or adjusting it in any way. Let the breath breathe itself. When your attention is called away from the breath to other predominant sensation in the body, let your attention go there fully, being with that then current appearance of sensation Noticing its quality, movement, changes, until it no longer commands your attention. Then return to the breath. Be particularly alert for the obstructions and hindrances to mindfulness. Especially when feeling dull or sleepy or restless, recognize this quality of mind. Also recognize different forms or manifestations of aversion. Dislike, anger, frustration, judgment, criticism, disappointment. Recognize when these filters cover the mind and distort what we see or what we know. Identify them. Open to them. Let them be. Don't be disturbed by them. When you discover that your mind has wandered off into thought, or fantasy. Recognize the quality of thought as planning, fantasizing, remembering, commenting, judging, analyzing, narrating. Many different kinds of thought fill the mind with chatter. Recognize them. 
appear and can be known effortlessly when we're attentive. Let them come, let them go. Recognize their appearance. Don't be disturbed by them. Notice also predominant emotional appearances, emotional states, mental states. Anger, frustration, joy, happiness, a sense of ease. Recognize these qualities of mind. Open to them in their full experience in the body, in the mind. Don't be deceived by them. They are momentary appearances in our mind. Let them come. Be with them. Let them go. Recognize them for what they are. A momentary appearance. <coughs> pleasant or unpleasant. Equally known when you're attentive. In this way, let your meditation be continuous. Recognition of what is appearing in each moment. If you get lost or confused, return to the breath. Be patient and persevering. Beginning again each time you forget to pay attention. Your practice? is um, he's getting sick and tired of his thoughts. They keep coming back. Um, even when he sees them, they just seem like they're the most important thing in the world and they just have to run their course. And is that all that he can do with them? Yes and no. Thoughts come due to their own conditions, their own momentum. If we see them clearly as thoughts, then we're not so invested in them. But as you say, when the thought comes, it is the most important thing going. And it's just got to be, uh, the feeling is, it's just got to be thought out and, and you've got to let it go. But you've seen that that's not, it, it really doesn't lead anywhere. It just goes around in circles. So I would encourage you to um, use the label, thinking. So that when the thought comes, that you clearly recognize it as thinking, if possible. And then see what happens to it. Now, I'm not saying see what happens to the content of the thought. You know, the, 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 the fantasy is going along and he says this and she says that and he does that and she does that. Oh, fantasizing and then he does and then he does. But I mean, clearly um, moving away from that subjective enmeshment into a little bit of objective clarity that this is the process that's happening, thinking. What you're telling me is that uh, it's like the two poles of, of, of uh, relating to thoughts. One pole of thinking is, as you say, total subjective enmeshment in it. Where you just, it is the most important thing and that's all that's going on and you are totally identified with it. And on the opposite of extreme is this very cold, cutting, scientific objectivity that just says thinking. I don't care what it's about. And either one of them is not very pleasant. Total subjective involvement just leads to circular uh, emotional upheaval. Cold, cutting, uh, scientific objectivity uh, leaves us pretty sterile and cold and, and, and kind of brittle. Mindfulness is that place right in the middle where there is the clear recognition of the thought, the, the, the feeling of it, the uh, emotional content of it, and the objective knowing of it. So that we're not just enmeshed in the content or the emotional flavor, and we're not just cutting it off uh, out of some aversion even, but rather we're with it, knowing it, and noticing what happens to it. Now, sometimes, in the mere recognition of the fact of knowing a thought, the thought just, it, it just ceases to, be, to have any momentum. But sometimes, even with clear recognition, oh, there's this fantasy going on, or this uh, memory, or this plan, just going on and on, and we, we know that we're just caught in this obsessive uh, pattern of thinking. Okay, you're knowing it, you're knowing it, you know, it's still happening, or it, it fades, but it comes right back, and you notice it again, it fades, and it comes right back. Then, I would say, there's something in the content of that thought, or that fantasy, or that emotion, or that memory, that's not being seen. So, um, 
process of planning is happening, for example. You just find yourself constantly trying to figure out what you're going to do at the end of the retreat. That's just, just going on. Anybody having that fantasy? <laughs> just going on and on. And you notice it's fantasizing, planning, put it aside, okay. Back to the back, poop, right back to the fantasy. Notice it, right back. There's something else fueling that planning. Fear, anxiety, desire, what? If we, if we, if we get a sense of what's beneath that, that, that content, you know, that, that, that plan, then we might be able to get in touch with the, 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 the ground, the emotional ground out of which those thoughts are springing. Then we can open up to, oh, no wonder I'm doing so much planning that I've got this tremendous amount of fear. Okay, you know, what am I going to do the rest of my life? Or, you know, did I get this job? Or what happened to my significant other? Or something, you know, that is just cooking under there. Then we can open up to that. We're not just kind of noting, planning, 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 fantasy, 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 fantasy. But we're noticing, oh, there's this feeling of anxiety. Oh, well, that's, that's a whole different ballgame than knowing thinking or fantasizing. And then when we open up to the, 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 the emotional pool out of which these thoughts are springing, then we might be able to actually see through the smoke screen of the thoughts and, and, and really see the changing nature of and open to and let go of or disidentify from that emotion. So they say. <laughs> it, takes some, it takes some practice. That's why we call it practice. Yeah, we practice being mindful of these things. Well, there's two ways I could kind of uh, respond to this one. One is, okay, you hear a sound, and you immediately know morning dove. What's wrong with that? Hearing is hearing. Knowing morning dove is knowing morning dove. Okay. Knowing, knowing. Yes, then what? Thinking? Yeah. And then what, what, what's the trouble with that, so to speak? Yeah, what's the trouble with that? Now, just listen. Just listen right now. Just listen. Pure sound. Any problem with that? Um, there you go. Now we expose wrong idea of good practice. <laughs> we have this idea, oh, good practice should be, somehow I just exist in this void of pure experience and don't know anything. Don't know where it's coming from, don't know what it is, don't attach any concepts. Doesn't happen that way. So we know, you know. Pure sound. We also know what it's about, thank goodness. We can adjust that posture. If we know what the source of sound or sensations or thoughts or anything else is, what is the, the, the problem? Is when we are caught in a train of thought about the sound. So that sound goes by, and you say, "Oh, truck, truck." It sounds like a logging truck. Hey, I wonder if they cut the trees out back. I wonder what kind of. Hey, I wonder. I'm a forester. I used to go up in a tree. Then you got a problem because <laughs> the sound is no. You're not aware. Of, you're not in the present moment. You're caught up in a train of thought about the sound. Now, knowing sound, even knowing that it's truck, okay. But when the thoughts go from there far off into the fantasy, the, the past, the future, imagination, then you're out of the moment. Yeah. Keep practicing. As you get closer to the breath, you'll get closer to the sound. It does take a while. I mean, initially, uh, our concepts, our experience is overlaid with concepts immediately. But as we continue to really work with and really get in touch with the bare phenomena of things as simple as the breath, then sounds, etc., etc., we will begin to see that uh, we can experience sensations, uh, sounds, tastes, etc., as pure experience without that conceptual overlay. But it, you're right, it takes some time, it takes some practice to, to, for the mind to get so sharp as to be able to distinguish uh, pure experience from the concept of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, but it does, it does come.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.